Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. This is a very special episode, and I feel like I've been saying that pretty much every episode because they're all special when, you know, you only have like five so far. But this one is unique um, in that we have Dana Diarmond, who was our first guest and now our first recurring guest. Wow. What an honor. <laughs> You'll probably be the only recurring. Oh, I'm going to keep coming back. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm gunning for a co-host. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So this is going to be like not your typical episode. I have something fun prepared for us that I haven't even really told Dana what we're doing. Are you excited? Yes. So I've been begging you to do this secret pod with me where um, I just keep saying we're going to do these questions. Yeah. So that's all you know so far. You know what I like so much about our friendship? What do you love about our friendship? I feel like I can ask you a question about anything and you'll be like, oh, I'll just tell you my honest answer. You know what I mean? I feel like we both ask each other so many. There's nobody in my life that I ask so many questions to. I literally, everybody else, I just only talk about myself. <laughs> well, I think that's, maybe that's what real friendship is. Like when you genuinely care about the other person. Yeah. Like we genuinely care about each other. I know. It's so, it's so cute. I cry. Sometimes I think about you. <laughs> I just cry. Yeah, like even when on Facebook, when it informed me that like we had been friends for X amount of years, and which I, wasn't even accurate because it's not like we became Facebook yeah. friends right away. Like it like brought a tear to my eye. That video that they posted, yeah. I cried too. Yeah, and like I can't think of another <laughs> friend in my life that would make me cry like that. Like I just see us like kissing at Disneyland <sighs> and then like trying on Spiegler's yarmulkes and, yes. you know, going to watch E.T. You're the only the person I'm comfortable being codependent with oh <laughs> I'm comfortable being codependent oh with you God. too so I'm glad you um said all these nice things because they kind of fit into exactly what we're doing today Ooh. so I'll start with what it is so in 1997 at SUNY Stony Brook or sorry SUNY SUNY yeah Stony Brook Psychologist Dr. Arthur Aaron explored whether intimacy between two perfect strangers could be accelerated by having them ask each other the 36 personal questions. So basically what happened... Can we become more intimate Exactly. Today? That's what I want to know. This is a dream come true. That is question number one. So basically what he did was like he took two complete strangers, put them in a lab, had them face each other and ask each other these very intimate 36 questions. I looked through the questions, but I stopped at like number 10 or something. Cause I, as soon as I saw this thing, I was like, Oh my God, I want to do it with Dana. <laughs> so <laughs> I just we, stopped. We both answer. We, we both, both answer. answer. Okay. So we take turns answering these questions. Um, and let's see if we fall in love. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, too late for that. Too late for that. <laughs> Jokes on them. Okay. So, um, I guess wow. since, so um, since you're the guest, I'm going to ask you the question and then like I'll ask you answer first and then I'll go or should we take know. turns answering Alter- first? Alternate. Okay. We can alternate. Maybe if somebody stumped, then the other person yeah. goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If somebody has, like feels like they have, and then there was, could be like a 30 second rebuttal <laughs> to, if you want to change your answer. <laughs> 
Ooh, this is going to be the nine hour podcast. Wow. Okay. No, no, I think, I mean, I don't know what the questions are. So let's see how so it goes. So it's like, it's, it's not like the 10 questions where you just have to like rapid fire. It's not it's, rapid fire. Okay. And like, we can talk about them in depth if we want, or we can move on. Like it's kind of. Well, it's also a podcast. You can edit it if you. I, I don't want it. You're not going to want to miss no. one second of this. <laughs> whatever's gonna happen okay so yeah if you don't like us you're just gonna want to skip right over this because you're about to know a lot about us okay question number one (laughs) on the the road to falling in love given the choice of anyone in the world whom would you want as a dinner guest oh oh man Cher (laughs) is that shallow I don't know yes well it makes Cher sense because you're a gay man. Yeah, or Dolly Parton, which also... Oh, gay man. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like they're so iconic and so powerful women that are like... You just want to sit there and soak up their energy. Yeah. Yeah, I could see you. I mean, yeah, I'm final, share a final answer. Because she's like been through so much. She's never like been like, I've attached myself to a man to like like she was always the one in power mm-hmm. when she was like sunny and share and she's it was like, so old she's so old and she forget looks how younger old. than me yeah <laughs> so give us all your beauty secrets yeah. first of all oh yeah for sure share also i'd love to know is her hair a wig now yes definitely like definitely. old people don't have hair like that right no but i also think back in the day they didn't have extensions so her hair oh yes they to, did they did yeah oh, okay i didn't know that is I dolly mean, parton's hair real no. Oh, God. I don't know. Also, I'm sorry. I love you so much. I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> Dolly Parton and Cher wear wigs. Well, in J- I'm from Japan. Well, not everybody and- <laughs> has super nice Japanese girl hair like you. I use that when it's convenient. I would choose someone, honestly, like, I've actually been asked this question before. And, like, my answer is not based on, like, whether I'm a fan of them. But, like, I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. I'd want to talk to Hitler. <laughs> like oh is this a like living or dead situation i'm talking about current well like, is current... dolly parton alive hell yeah she is oh, okay i would be dead if dolly parton was dead i would kill myself <laughs> i would jump off a bridge stop it right up what if she dies tomorrow oh my god stop. i'll save you okay. and then we'll just Catch and then me. you'll have to be with me forever oh my gosh i'd be like i owe you a, <laughs> a life a life oath. um okay alive okay hitler though tell me more yeah like i i just want to know like what I want to know everything about him. Like, why? They're, watch the History Channel. Like, I mean, literally everything is but about from Hitler. the horse's mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know, like... If Hitler was alive, he'd probably try to spin it or something. He, he'd he be like, oh, it wasn't, like, really like that. It was like, I would just... Or maybe he would be like, if he were alive, he'd be so old that he'd do like the Quincy Jones thing of just like, oh, yeah. just like, oh, who cares? Amazing. I'm just going to go guns out, say everything. <laughs> That would be so crazy. Okay, but who's who alive? Who alive? It would also be someone like that. Like it would be someone yeah. I want to ask a lot of questions to. I'd love to like have dinner with like like a serial killer oh. or like I'm really interested in like talking to a pedophile. But well, not like yeah. You know what I mean? I just have questions. Did you watch Mindhunter? No. <gasps> you have to watch Mindhunter. On Netflix? Yes. Okay. It's so, you would love it. I can tell by your face that I would yes. love it. <laughs> and my, how deep my voice is. Yeah. I started making yes. it like a dragon <laughs> voice. 
Okay. Um, we're off wow. to a good start. Wow. Next question. <laughs> this is going to be funny for us. <laughs> Would you like to be famous? If so, in what way? <laughs> uh, yes, in every other way than I actually am. <laughs> so you're exactly where you want to be fame-wise. Um, I mean, I mean, I've also said the, on the other side, I would rather be super rich and not be famous at all. I agree I, with I that. would totally flip it around. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we're the opposite. Yeah. We're people think we're way richer. famous and broke. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're we, we're not broke, but we're definitely we're not as rich as people think. We're comfortable. Right. We live very comfortable lives. Yeah. We're lucky. So we're we're broadcasting from my very luxurious loft. In the arts district. In but I also think people assume that, like, we have a lot of money. Yeah. And, like, I, mean, I don't think we're as rich as people think we are. Compared to a lot of people, yes, because the middle class is basically non-existent now. Right. So. Especially where we live. Uh, L.A. and yeah. New York is, like, what's a middle class? Yeah. Um, You know, like, I, I agree with that. I would love to be rich and not famous. I like the level of famous we are right now because yeah. like I can still go outside and not wear makeup, right. for example. Yeah. Sure. Like, okay. I always think of it this way. Like being real life famous, like Brad Pitt famous must be like AVN all the time. And what I mean yeah. is like for AVN week, it's basically like all the porn stars and all the fans stay in the same hotel. They take pictures for a week. of you while so you're eating. So the second you leave your hotel room, y- your privacy is like so invaded. Everyone's taking pictures of you, coming up to talk to you, yeah. and that's what. And, and like I can handle that for a week. It's fun for yeah. a week, but like I don't know if well, I want my life. Well, I dated to be a guy that. that was famous, and we were approached by like paparazzi people, and it was mortifying for me. Even if it was just like yeah. once in a while. Because it's not like you're him. Like it's. No, you know I was I mean? like just with him. And then one lady was like, who is that? And I was like, I don't know. And I just walked away because I, I, it was such an in, intrusive, embarrassing experience for me. Why so, embarrassing? Um, I don't know. I just felt very attacked. Like your privacy was invaded. Yeah. People were taking pictures of me with this person. Right. And. And also, at that point, you almost he have to wasn't like famous it. enough that everybody knew who he was too. Right? Because <laughs> one lady was like, "Who's that?" And I was like, "I don't know." I seriously said, "I don't know." Like right in front of him, I was like, "I don't care." I guess also like, once you're famous like that to the point where people are like, like paparazzi is taking photos of you. I guess you kind of have to expl- have an explanation for every single person you're with. Like, yeah. for him, like let's just say he was like in a Disney movie or something. Then okay. he would have to explain why he was hanging out with, with a porn, porn star, star as fucked up as that is. Or if he was like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Or that. On. Um, moving on. But can I tell you something? Uh-huh. You can tell me anything. I'm happy. Like I'm happy at this level of fame and I'm happy that I like am this level of fame for what we do. Like yeah. I'm very proud that yeah. like, and like I like being notorious. I'd rather be mato- oh, notorious than n- famous. Notorious. Yeah. ASA. <laughs> notorious ASA. Oh, oh my god. god. I hate myself. I'll probably edit that out. Oh, uh, more. No, I love it. More. More. This is about honesty. Question number three. I wish I was just a little bit more. I was. I wish I was more on your level of fame. I think. 
I think I would get more of a kick out of it. I think we're like the same level. <laughs> You're so sweet. That's so <laughs> kind of you to say. That's really sweet. Thank you. Number three. Before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? No. No. Because I'm, you know, unfiltered. <laughs> I usually, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants type of thing. I don't just call people for no reason and then, like, stumble upon, like, what my intention is to say to them. But I definitely, I spend a lot of time thinking. I spend a lot of my time alone. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of know how I think and feel about a situation and if Mm -hmm. I call somebody on the phone, which is fairly rare. Yeah, first of all, who's even making these phone calls? This was written in 1997, (laughs) before texting. I, um... (laughs) Remember 1997? I I do. (laughs) I don't... I've never, like, rehearsed what I'm going to say before making a phone call. And, like, initially, like upon looking at this question, I'm like, who the fuck would do that? Yeah. But I'm remembering that I've actually seen someone do that in front of me. It's creepy. It was like... Or was it inspirational? Not to be mean. Like, (laughs) I don't want to like... I'm not judging anyone. But it was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my (laughs) life. I kind of thought... I like really didn't respect it. Yeah. In a way. And maybe that's because like it triggers something in me where like... I'm like, I don't want to be insecure like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or like, maybe it, it's not insecurity, but maybe it's just about like collecting our thoughts and being, but like my thoughts are always, I live in a palace, a mind palace of my own thoughts all the time already. Right. But also I think it's something that I think they use as like exposition in movies to sh- push a movie forward or show someone's intent. So it's kind of a cliche to type. show nervousness yes. or like set yeah. the, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, except I saw that person doing it. Yeah. So Sometimes I mean, I mean, in their defense, is... like it was an important phone call, but I just remember thinking like, ugh, yeah, gross. Cringe. It's cringy. cringy. Yeah. It's cringy. <clears throat> That's not a good cringe. That's no. a bad cringe. Okay. Oh, yes. Number four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Oh, ooh, I don't know. Hmm. I would have to, a perfect day would be perfect weather, 72 degrees, sunny. What? Yeah, I That's love. your perfect weather? Yeah, well, love it or leave it. I, I mean, leave it. <laughs> like I. What's your perfect temperature? Like 85. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I like hot. I li- I'd Maybe rather be hot because than I'm cold. shorter and I'm closer to the ground, so <laughs> I'm colder. No, I mean it makes us. No, like think you're about skinnier, it. You're skinnier, so you're you, colder. You can just say it, Asa. No, but I mean think about like put your hand over your head. It's warmer up there than by your face. Huh. It is. It a hundred percent is. Like even think about when you're in a sauna and like those platforms. Yeah. Like oh. every level is hotter than the last. Oh, yeah. So we're about a level apart. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm a giant. <laughs> and I'm a midget. You're a teacup person. <laughs> I'm a teacup human. <laughs> so maybe that's why. But anyway. Okay. So. <laughs> so like kind of like perfect, like ideal weather, mm-hmm. like just nice weather. Do one thing active and eat something shitty and, you know, spend time with people that don't fuck with me too much you know the people that I like you know mm-hmm. like I would it wouldn't be like I wouldn't want to be like I'm gonna go on a date it would be like I would want to see like a few people that I really like mm-hmm. 
like spending a day with you would mm-hmm. be perfect for me. Our days are pretty perfect. Our, yeah. Like we go and we maybe do like go for a walk or do something active. And then we like eat something ridiculous, like, or have chocolate lava cake for dinner. <laughs> and then, okay. Or we go to like a fancy steakhouse and order the burger. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, or like just, you know, just, you know, being around somebody that you can be okay to like talk to or mm-hmm. be silent around and stuff like that. Cause I do spend a lot of, of my time alone. Mm-hmm. It's nice to kind of just be with somebody that, like you said one time, being with you, it's like being, being alone, alone with myself. Kind of the same, like, level of comfortability, mm-hmm. I think. And, um, yeah. I don't know. Get a nap in. Mm-hmm. That one time that we watched Lemonade and we took a nap. That was, like, one of the perfect That, day. Was, that was like a perfect That was a perfect day. day. That I went over to your house, we gossiped, we watched Lemonade, we talked about our feelings about it, and we took a nap on the yeah. couch. Yeah, and we had really been wanting to watch Lemonade. Yeah. And we, Lemonade, and we tried the to Beyonce cur- movie, yeah. by the way, if and anyone's we, wondering. Because everybody's like... <laughs> This was a few years ago. I don't know. Lemonade was trending really hard when it was trending really hard, but like now it's pretty obscure. <laughs> I think it's still... Now when I think Lemonade, spooked. I think of that restaurant, which we love. Ooh, yeah. Go to Lemonade. <laughs> yeah, go to Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. I think like my perfect day is actually defined by like what's going on around that day. Like to me, like the day you described is perfect. But if every day were like that, that wouldn't be the perfect day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then I'd be like, I haven't done anything productive. If yeah. I ate like shit, I like wouldn't, I'd feel guilty about eating like yeah. shit. If I, you know, hadn't eaten healthy all the surrounding days. But like, I would say that's a perfect day off Yeah. or a perfect most of the days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have six days a week like that. Yeah. As long as I have that one productive day. And then we're talking about like, this is like a perfect off day. This is your Saturday of the week. Assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming everything else is in order. We're we're contextualizing this too much. Maybe we need to rip through these a little bit faster and not think. (laughs) No, I think we should take our time. Okay. I like, I I like, I like this so far. I'm really happy with the way this is going. (laughs) This is, I'm such a lesbian. I'm like processing my feelings through the entire thing. Well, I think that's what this is for. I think like this is a really mm-hmm. introspective yeah. thing. It's I like, think we should allow ourselves to go into it as much yeah. as we want. It's like we always like make up personality quizzes for each other that <laughs> we don't have any like definitive Domino's or Pizza Hut answer. Yeah, we don't have any answer of like what the the answer means, but no. it's just based on like the other person's judgment. Yeah. Like that time I was like, what is your favorite sauce? And you're like, ooh, are we talking dressing, pasta sauce? (laughs) That was a personality test. Yeah. Okay, next question. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? I just sang to Doodlebug before we started this podcast. Oh, and I I sang back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was cute. (laughs) We just made up a song. (laughs) (laughs) It was. But I'm not a singer. I don't have like a good singing voice and I'm not comfortable singing, but I would, you know. I I don't like singing. I'm, um, not good. I'm not musically inclined. Oh, I heard this funny thing mm. on the radio that most people, uh, Asian people, are more likely to have perfect pitch because their languages are tonal languages. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I don't have a good singing voice, but <laughs> I am not tone deaf, and that's like what I always tell people. Weird. Like I'm I'm not tone deaf at all. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Well, but like. 
like that's the one thing I have going for me singing wise. Yeah. Everything else is a disaster. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm sure it's not that bad. You're being that being said, no. Like I generally don't like doing things that I'm bad at. Like because I, I just don't neither. like feeling like I'm bad at Ugh, something. That's why I do porn. <laughs> I was like, get a job. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna. Mm. <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pornography. Perfect. Um, but that being said, I'm not good at singing, and I like karaoke. Like, I love karaoke. Like, Cliché. me and my ex used to karaoke Hacky. in the living room a lot <laughs> on our PlayStation. It's because I'm Asian. And, like, no joke, it, that's one stereotype that's true. Like, I grew up going to karaoke with my mom yeah. all the time. Um, and I just suck at it, it, but I still do it. That's the thing. Also, on a karaoke microphone, they, they kind of auto-tune your voice yeah. a little to make you sound good. So you feel we should like We should thing. Par- parody that You Don't Own Me video. <laughs> That would be the perfect companion to this podcast. I have it saved on my Instagram. (laughs) We're going to have to put a link to that somewhere on the internet so people can see what we're talking about. But I sing pretty regularly, like, in my car and in the shower and Mm. stuff. Mm. Two other people, not so much. Yeah. Like, when you're trying to describe a song to somebody and you're like, two tickets to Paris, you know, it's like, and they're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, Eddie Money. And they're like, no, I don't know. Yeah. Like, whatever. It's the best song ever. Whatever. Fuck off. Question number six, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? So basically, at the point that you turn 30, Mm -hmm. you have to choose between having the body of a 30-year-old forever or the mind of a 30-year-old forever. Okay. I have a very clear... (laughs) Okay. You know what's interesting? You think... The right answer here is the mind, but it's not. It's not. not. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. not. I was like full. I, I, my personality has been the same since I was a child. No, and not only that, like imagine it would suck to have a perfectly active mind as your body deteriorates. Yeah. I would much rather like slowly become retarded. <laughs> yeah. And be able to run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my God. I love because you were like, you know what the right answer is. And I was like, if you disagree with me, this friendship is over. But, but admit it. Like you think initially you're like, Ooh, the right answer is to say mine to seem no. not shallow. I said share was my like dream dinner guest. <laughs> yeah. Come you're, on. You're already, I already on answered us. this question on the first question. Share <laughs> <laughs> has the body of a 30 year old still. It's insane. Ooh, I love this next question. I have a really good or like a very definitive answer for it too. Okay. Number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh my God. I'll go first because this is something I've thought about a lot and I've, I've been lucky to have the opportunity to think about this. So there are two people in my family with the same birthday and I'm the third one with that birthday. Oh my God. There are three people in my family. Oh my January third. One of them is my grandmother, actually. Okay. Besides me, those two people died. I'm not mm. fucking kidding you. On the same day, they didn't die on the same day of the same year. They both died. I don't even want to say the date. Like I don't want to put that out oh, there. Oh no, don't. But I have a feeling Never. I'm gonna die that day. Oh my God. I'll say this: it's in November. So this year I'm in the clear, or you know, I'm yeah. in the clear for a while. Yeah. It's in November, and they both died awesome. in their sleep. So I have <laughs> this feeling. <laughs> no, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Oh don't God. cry. <laughs> We're so far away. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Cry. It's already oh, hold your 
hand. I'll oh hold your God, hand. Oh my God, I'm sweating. This is, this oh is the God. scariest thing you've ever said to me. Your hands, you have tears rolling down <laughs> your face. I'm so, here. I'm sorry. Here's the tissue. Oh my God. Oh, Dana, I'm sorry. That scared me. Asa, don't die. We've been doing a lot of hand holding in the last 24 hours. Yes. We got our eyebrows tattooed together yesterday, P.S. And I mean, Dana was such a fucking pussy <laughs> that I had to hold oh her hand the God. whole time. I'm sorry. But, but you I know, mean, if you do die in your sleep, that would be like the ideal. It like, would, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, I would be happy to go that way. Yeah. Okay. And you have to send me a file of the pictures that you want to yeah, put have, on AVN yeah. for your... I already know what yours are. Okay, so thank you. It's your penthouse photos by Cisco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're so... Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so your turn. Do you have, do you have a secret hunch? Um, I think I... Huh. I've never... Fucking sucks to even say this. I've never been in a car accident. Oh ever. my god! Stop knock on wood. Knock on I wood. I am knocking. And on your head, just in case that's not real wood. This is teak. But you <laughs> never Thank know. you. you ne- <laughs> this is a Danish teak mid-century coffee table. Fuck off. You never know. What if we got scammed or something? Just knock on your head. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. Really, I don't like this. Yeah. Really. Like yeah. final destination. Scary. Yeah. Like, yeah. like. But can I'm I tell you almost something? Almost forty. I've never been in a car accident. You know how like, you know how sometimes you're driving on like a cliff and you just think what the what if I just drove right off this <laughs> yes cliff? or sometimes like you're like what if I just drove straight into that tree yeah straight into like big concrete pillars and yeah I, I used to think about that a lot when I was younger so here's actually. here's why we think that apparently oh there's a me. reason to why we think that while we're driving so apparently like every situation that we're in our mind actually like super fast goes through every possible outcome that we can imagine. Mm. And it's just that we remember those really traumatic ones or those extreme ones because like they're extreme. So they just kind of like stick out as like, but we're actually going through all the options. Well, I used to be really, um, I used to be very paranoid and I used to have really bad, bad anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like when I started, um, like before I started in the business and I always thought that um, someone would like murder me. But it's also like also one of my most intimate sexual fantasies. I was just gonna say, well. like, worried or you wish? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, be careful. That's what why you they wish say for. that. This is not a call. Please don't murder yeah, me. I'm, is... I have so much more to give. It's true. Mm-hmm. And if you, yeah, like let, let's just stop that right now. Yeah, I know. Like, it's getting too not, crazy. Yeah, this is what the fuck is this? I don't question? know. But like, if you were, if we were strangers. Like already right now, I'm on such high alert and I'm like looking at you dead in the eyes and I'm like so worried. It's intense. It's so intense. Like imagine if strangers did this to each other. I can't. I can't. Oh my God. Wow. That is weird. I forgot about that for a sec. That we're supposed to be strangers. Oh, this is a fun one. Number eight. (laughs) (laughs) Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Do you want to go one, 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 one? Or one, one, two, two, three, three? Like take turns or what do we have in common? I'll start. Okay, go. We're both whores. <laughs> it's the obvious. Yes. The elephant in the room, <laughs> if you will. Okay. Okay, your turn. Um We're both super empathetic people. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. We are. But that's because in different we, ways. That's because too. we know each other so well. If we were a stranger, 
Huh. I don't know. Well, let's just continue. Um, we're whores. We're empathetic. We're empathetic we, whores. Should we be writing this down? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't have a. We can. We can remember. This. Yeah, we can remember. Um, we both find dark things to be funny, we're or both, we find humor in things. We're morbid. We're, we're morbid. morbid, and we get off a little bit on things that we shouldn't be laughing at yeah. that we do laugh yeah. at. Like the the more the, the more, shout and fraud, yeah, yeah. Like the more people that are offended and hurt, the more we're kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh. your turn. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I'm like slowly trying to turn myself into you. So I mean, it's like phys- <laughs> like physical similarities are becoming like more and more obvious to me. Um, Let's shy away from physical because yeah, 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 that's yeah. like for sure. I mean, we both got our eyebrows tattooed <laughs> yeah. on us, so we would like look the same. Um, gosh, because I because there's so many things that are so different about us too. Though it's so crazy. Hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm getting stumped. Uh, do you want me to say another one? Oh, okay. but that'll be my third one. Yeah. Okay. Then you're gonna have to come up with two. I know. Okay. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Okay. Um, we both spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. More than more than normal people. Than normal people, and more than I think most people would be comfortable yeah. doing. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. We're both pretty one. pretty independent people. Um. Okay. So. Huh. It's so hard to think of us as two separate people. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's that's the thing. It's like saying, what do you have in common with yourself? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're both like curious people. We're super curious. We are super curious. So curious. curious. Like how many times do we Google something in a day? Or like how? We are so curious. Oh, that was such a good one that I thought that wasn't obvious. But it is so obvious. Yeah. We're super curious. And, um. Oh my gosh. Like when we meet someone that's remotely interesting, we're just like hounding them yeah. with questions. Yeah, I think we're both like super like <laughs> oh, we're extroverted introverts, both of us. Yes. That that that's my third one. That's a really good one because like I don't think most people I think don't know that that's a thing. Yeah. Unless you are one. Yeah. Cause when we're like Cause when we're, we're, super, on, we're on, we're, we're so we're, social. Yeah. People would never know that we're like these weirdo like awkward hermits <laughs> yeah but then we're also like i need my alone time yeah or i might die yeah like even when i was like hanging out with you yesterday i was mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna you're like do you want to go and see kira and i was like no i'm done with the people today and i just kind of was like bye and i just I've walked away my, from you i've reached my limit <laughs> yeah and, and i could just like walk away from you and you're not like oh well she's like you never think anything of it because you're the same way yeah yeah we never like get offended by yeah. things like that from each other yeah. because we're both that way we're both hard, pretty hard to offend yeah unless it's very convenient <laughs> that's another thing too <laughs> but we're like i'm gonna be offended like i don't like that but it's like why oh because it's convenient it fits my agenda because <laughs> i want to be mad i'm bored and i'm mad 
I, I'm not ready to admit that. Okay. Well. <laughs> but you're right. But yeah. But also, we we don't have like when we get angry about stuff, we don't we you're, don't we don't explode. We don't have like explosive you're tempers. Right. It's you know what Man, it is. There's so many things that we I'm choose. Up. When oh, we're I'll offended. see your three, and I'll raise you five. <laughs> Like I'll choose when I'm going to be offended by yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that was like a bunch. That was a lot. That was more than three. Oh, I think we were supposed to name three in total together. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. We went we above are, and beyond. Yeah. Eat that We quiz. both go above and beyond. You yeah. Know? We are overachievers <laughs> for sure. But you're, but you're more, you plan things out you're, mm-hmm. and you're way more productive than me because I'm just like, well, Spiegler will just call me and then I'll get fucked and then I'll have money. Like you're a real go-getter. You and know then what? I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to copy off of his homework. And I, I like copy you so much, I but really, you never get mad at me. I it's envy so this in you. Like I, I'm so afraid of failure. Like really, it's definitely like my biggest You have a tiger mom. Flaw. You know, but my mom you're, wasn't a tiger not, mom. That's not. the weird thing. I think I am the tiger mom. You are to your own self. <laughs> yeah. Cause your mom never, like <gasps> when your parents don't tell you to not do a thing, you're like, oh, they didn't tell me. Like, my parents told me, like, it was totally normal to, like, do, like, um, experiment with sex and drugs. And I would never got into drugs. <laughs> I never, like, smoked weed at, or anything. But they were like, but don't drink because your grandmother and your grandfather are alcoholics. And I was like, well. Well, I guess I'm guess an alcoholic I'm, now. I'm going to drink all the time. Fuck you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, question number nine. For what in your life do you feel most grateful for what? Oh, my friendships. Yeah. My friendships are so much. I don't like. I don't even think about one for one second. Think about romantic relationships at all. Mm-hmm. I just don't. They. It doesn't phase me because when like. But the, those come and go, right? Do you yeah, know I what mean, I mean? For a lot of people, friendships come and go too. Yeah, that's and you know what? On a lot of levels, friendships do come and go for me. I am definitely one of those people, except for the few. Yeah. Like hardcore friends. Yeah. It really, it, like, I really do take the time to, I, I, you know, I do the gardening, you know, mm-hmm. for, for my friendships. You tend to I, your friendships. I, t- I tend my garden, yeah. I, I, that's something I would like to get better at this year. But you know what? Like, You're I off feel to like, a great start with this podcast, honestly. Thank you. But, like, also, I think I get, I'm, like, kind of obsessive about everything. Yeah. So, like, I, I also get obsessed with my friends. So, like. The few that I have, I feel like I really tend to. And then, like, everyone else is, like, like, like literally you could leave my life and I wouldn't even day notice. Day players. Yeah. <laughs> extras. Yeah. Featured extras. Yeah. Lots of featured extras in my life. But really very few starring like, roles. Like, mm, you have a three-episode uh, story arc <laughs> in, in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what do I feel most grateful for? Yeah, like definitely I'm grateful for the people in my life. I mean, I guess all the cliche things, right? I'm grateful for my health. Yeah. Um, I'm really grateful that my, I'm really grateful for my parents, which is such an Asian thing to say. So jealous. But (laughs) (laughs) not to brag or anything, Dana, but I am so grateful for my parents. Um, we have very different <laughs> relationships with our parents. So. Like my parents um, really, you know, obviously like a lot of my flaws come from the way my parents raised me. But I think also uh, all of my best parts come from the way my parents raised yeah. me. So I'm thankful oh, for same. that. Totally. I guess that's everyone. But my parents are super flawed. So <laughs> like that's why. I, 
like you took it as a cautionary tale. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, don't do things like that. (laughs) Okay. My parents are lovely people. I just have... Like, I think, but you know what? They're nice. But also, they love you. Yeah, they love me so much. And, Sometimes you know. like a little too much. Like, <laughs> my parents love me. And I've met a lot of people in my life that, it's obviously, so... their parents, like, love them. But it's not like. But some of them, they don't. Some of them, they kind of don't. Like, and how many orphans do we know? A lot. And, like, people that grew up in foster care and mm-hmm. shit. Like, that yeah. makes you crazy. Yeah, so. That makes you, like, a fucked up person. Not always, but I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, orphans. <laughs> Although, can I just say, hmm. the perfect man is an orphan. Who? Just, I'm just saying. Oh, yes. Whoever you are out there, <laughs> yeah. you're an orphan. Oh, no, I'm like, who? Introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, you're right. Because did you see my face light up? Yeah. Your eyebrows. Like, is he like... single? <laughs> because it's true. Like. Oh, I kind of hate the concept that like you're thinking about Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. You're thinking about Batman. Yeah. Rich, single, vigilante, no parents. Sociopathic. Yes. Orphan. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, number ten. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Whoa. Oh. Nice segue. Jesus Christ. Wow. Um, this is so fucking real right now. <laughs> They're getting deeper. Yeah. Um, I would say my, my parents were both in the military and uh, I think that my dad, my dad is sort of um, used to communal living. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too many things that are too personal about mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. parent, obviously because they, I perform under my real name and people know exactly <laughs> who they are. Um, but uh, there was like there were there was always like a lot of people around, mm-hmm. and I that, I think that's also why I spend most of my time alone because mm-hmm. there was always so many people like staying with the family. Like oh, like your uncle's coming to stay. Oh, your aunt's coming. Um, your grandmother and your great grandmother. We we're, at some point we were living four generations under one roof, mm-hmm. and it was like what the fuck is this? A, like I'm like what is this like and they're like oh it's like very Europe. like we're like european like this is right like, and i was like i'm not comfortable like i'm not so maybe you find like a lot of stability in being alone like yeah. that's yeah it felt very hectic and and um my cousins were very troubled um their mm-hmm. upbringing was not as nice and i was very like spoiled and mm-hmm. i got everything that i wanted mm-hmm. you know i was very very spoiled and my um, you don't say <laughs> well <laughs> Well, that's just how it is. <laughs> and uh, my, my cousins were, you know, they didn't have a have it so good. And when my aunt and uh, my two girl cousins were living with us, they they lashed out a lot. They had emotional issues and they would like beat me up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And which which is like so crazy when people like accuse me of like being a bully or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I've been bullied. I would never like treat somebody the way that I was treated as a child by, right. by my own cousins. Right. You know, and that, I mean, that's really hard. And I'm like, you know, Dana, when, that when, makes me so sad. when people like, when people in my family, my extended family, like try to reach out to me or say stuff to me, I'm just like, fuck all of that. Like, I hate everybody in my extended family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Like the fact that like, that's so fresh in your memory now is like, Oh yeah. So telling super traumatic. Yeah. I mean, but it it was just, I mean, it just was what it was, you mm-hmm. know? And I, but I also, I've lived my entire life and my brother and I have talked about this so much that 
we were so fortunate to be so well taken care of and so loved and and also so fortunate to have each other like I see that in you guys now like you guys are really a team yeah we are the same for sure yeah yeah twins if I could change anything about the way I was raised um I so I was an only child which I'm glad in a lot of ways that I'm an only child because like I think my parents could afford to give me a lot of the good things in life and they could not have afforded to give like two kids a private school education or like vacations etc cetera, etc cetera. but also like I carry a lot of like emotional responsibility for my mom yeah and like that is something that like I'm still getting over and I'm not over it at all right. like I and I don't think I ever will be but like you know, yeah. kids are not supposed to feel like so responsible yeah. for how their parents are feeling. Yeah. And I feel so responsible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like in doing porn and stuff, it's like the ultimate like. You have to like make up for it. Yeah, I have to make up for it. And Even I'll, though there's like nothing wrong with it. It just. Right. It, right. For some reason, like you just feel like you have to. Yeah. And like, I don't think I'll ever be 100 percent at peace at like what I quote unquote did to my mom by doing porn you know what I mean even though it's like it's my life I have to be able to my logical brain tells me like you have to do what makes you happy there's nothing wrong with what you're doing you know you're in this legal profession that you're empowered by and you're healthy and you're happy but like there's always going to be that part of me that's going to be like oh my mom wanted me to do something else well, every Asian mom wants you to whatever. If you're yeah. if you're a, that's true. A if you're lawyer, a lawyer, why weren't you a doctor? Yeah, exactly. Right. We were gonna say the exact same thing. Oh, twins, oh ass fuck twins, <laughs> ass fuck twins in the house. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, this is so. This is so really deep. Hardcore, dude. Um. Okay. Wow. Uh, take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. So I guess oh. I'll uh, turn on the timer. <laughs> wow. So I'm I'm assuming this is one of those things where it's like at four minutes we just cut each other off, right? That's oh my gosh, this is an insane thing So it's thing kind to of do. like, okay, uh, okay, you see me, right? I'm hitting start. Yeah. And do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. And three, two, one, go. I was born, uh, my parents were uh, in the military. I was born in Fort Bragg, North Carolina on our army base. I moved to... Greece. I lived in Greece when I was a baby. I didn't know that. Yeah. My brother was born when I was three in Fort Gordon in Georgia. We uh, were, after that, moved to Orlando. We were raised there. We uh, had a bunch of people that came and lived with us uh, over <laughs> over the years. I was a figure skater when I was uh, eight years old until 16 years old, at which point I went and worked at Walt Disney World. I danced in parades at Walt Disney World. I was very, I was like goth and kind of weird in high school, but very popular with everybody. And, and I pretty much look the same as I do now. I can um, attest to that. Yeah. And, um, from photos. Yeah. And, uh, I also worked at Universal Studios. Uh, I started, uh, oh, I, I met a guy online when I was 20, 20 or 21 on AOL chat, I moved to California to be his girlfriend because I wanted to be away from my family because I never moved out of my house fully until I was like 21. Oh my God. I had an apartment that I, that I went to sometimes. The internet but, is so, plays yeah. such a huge role in yeah. your life. Yeah. 
So I'm the internet's girlfriend.com. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I moved to California to, uh, to be with this dude, Antonio. I lived in Bakersfield for six months. It was very weird. I did acid. <laughs> just thought I would throw that in there. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, my parents wanted me to go to college before that. And I, and I was more interested in like, you know, being a rowdy teenager and mm-hmm. doing acid and drinking and stuff like that. And so I said, thank You're you. You're rebellious. Guys. Yeah, I got, I got rebellious. And I said, I appreciate the opportunity. It's very kind, but sort of a waste of money. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's a good use of your money. I moved out to California. I was with that guy for three years or two years or something like that. I lived in Pasadena. Um, after a certain amount of time, I started doing pornography. <laughs> um, I, uh, my house burned down in 2007. I was with another guy who I met who did porn. I lived with him. I wasn't ready to live with a person. And it was very, like, intense Wait, situation. Who? With Danny Wilde. Okay. And um, how long were you together? For two or three, for maybe almost three years or something like that. Oh, wow, that's a long time. I yeah, but it was, like, because, like, I... I was in a bad place. I was in a very bad place. But I phoenixed out of that. I moved to Silver Lake in 2009. I lived there for only six months because I thought it was too gentrified. And I was like, I need, there's too many white people here. I moved downtown in 2009 after that. And I was like, this is the last, I'm the last white person that's going to move to this neighborhood. And it's like really grown up around me. Um, I did porn for a, a million years. I, in the Porn Hall of Fame, I, um, <laughs> This is four minutes is longer than it's, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I'm really shortening it. Um, I, God, like here I am now. I, I met, uh, I met you. <laughs> my life has gotten a lot better since then. Um, a lot of my friends are dead. I've dealt with a lot of loss in my life. That makes me kind of the way I am. And I am not interested in romantic relationships because I am a neurotic. I'm a neurotic person because of all the things I just said in the last Three and a half minutes. But you know what? Okay. Which leads us to this podcast. Okay. I'll I think stop. I, I think I'll I'm, press I'm stop. Done. You're at 3.30, three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, but Did is, I leave anything out? I mean, yeah. That for, Four minutes is way longer than I thought. I thought you were going to have to like talk so fast. and um, That was pretty fast. And I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Well, you can just do okay, yours. I'll just do mine. I don't okay. need four minutes. <laughs> Reset. Go. Fuck. I wish I was remember. Okay. Anyway. And three, two, one, go. Um, so I was born in New York City at St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital. Um, we lived in Chelsea when I was born, and then we moved to the West Village. Um, and then when I was six years old, we moved to Japan. Um, but I didn't my, – my Japanese wasn't good enough to – go to a Japanese school and like they were so far advanced like in Japan they're doing like trigonometry when they're like five so I wasn't advanced enough so I went to an American school and then I moved back and I was a really good student and like I was pretty like a pretty serious kid but um like just a normal kid I guess and then when I was 12 I moved back to New York City and that was like kind of the worst time to move because then I got back to New York and I was just like, it was a huge culture shock. I went to this private school where like it was a bunch of rich kids just like doing drugs and like, I don't know, like, and obviously at that age, like the most important thing in the world is fitting in. Mm -hmm. So like, I was like, it was really important to me, like that I had friends and like had a social life. So I kind of really rebelled against my parents and I would like sneak out in the middle of the night to go do drugs with like older boys and stuff. Um, and then 
Uh, I got kicked out of my private school at the end of ninth grade. And then I went to this really ghetto high school for a year. And then I ended up doing my last two years of high school at this alternative school that like there was a daycare inside and you had to be like 16 years old to even get in. Um, And like you don't go to class. You just do internships to get class credit. And then I graduated. I had a boyfriend. My And then all throughout high school, I had a boyfriend. But I was also really slutting it up. Um, and then I graduated. And then um, and then I dated Sean, actually, for like a year. And then he broke up with me for a girl with bigger tits. So I – and then, like, I started working at this poker club. And then I met this guy who owned another poker club. And we got married, like, within 10 days of meeting each other in Las Vegas. And then I got fake tits and then I became a dominatrix and then a stripper and then I got in. Oh, and then and then I started working for. Oh, and then I moved to Florida for a year and I was on a radio show called Bubba the Love Sponge. Wow. And then I know in Tampa, I lived there for a year. I forgot. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about Ew. that. And I, I was in like a three way relationship for a year what? where. Yeah. Like I was like this couple's girlfriend and they had a kid like a 16 year old kid who I was friends nanny, with. You just didn't know. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was a nanny and a hooker um, for free. And then. No, I'm kidding. I I we loved them you. a lot. We know what you meant. Um, and then I moved back to New York. And then I uh, I moved back to New York. I kind of like dicked around for a year and did nothing. <laughs> Awesome. Because I wanted to get into porn, but the guy I was with at the time didn't want me to get into porn. And I was like, well, if I can't do porn, I'm not going to do anything. And then and then finally we broke up and I got into porn. And then um, and then I moved to California and then I got married again. Oh, you dated a bunch of gay guys. uh, Yes, yes, yes. yes. Can't forget about that. Then I got married again. And then, you know, my divorce is going through today. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I am I am single as of today and it's yeah it's my house now except he's legally able to stay there till June 1st um and um then you move back to New York and then well you're you're bi-coastal I'm bi-coastal and I'm gonna be more bi-coastal yeah again because once he moves out now that you don't have a husband you need me more yeah and that was three minutes and 50 seconds I, I missed one part of my story I was a stripper too. I worked at bikini clubs. I never worked Another in new clubs. Another thing we have in common. And yes, and but I only worked in like bikini clubs or whatever. And the part of the reason that I started doing porn is I got fired from being a stripper from at a bikini club called Pledgers in Pasadena. Why were you fired? Was, I'm getting to it. Was it was a, a converted IHOP, so it looked like an IHOP from the outside. It was gross. Is that cool or gross? It's gross. <laughs> And they did like swinger parties sometimes on the weekends. And so it was like <laughs> champagne room was Sounds like a real horrifying. classy joint. Oh, yeah. It was called Pleasures. How could it not be? Not be? And it was in Florida. No, it was here in oh. Pasadena. Oh, okay. It was here. The ones I worked in Florida, I worked at the original dollhouse in Florida. The dollhouse? Yeah, the H-E-E. The dollhouse. Oh, wow. I and I, um, the reason I got fired is because I quit drinking. And I was sober for six years, like during my whole beginning they of my quit por- you for... They fired you yeah. for getting yeah. sober? Yeah. Because I wouldn't drink up. with people. I wasn't, like, upselling oh, people on drinks. It's I not, wasn't, like, sociable. I wasn't staying after work and drinking with the owner And they make the so much of their money yeah. also, like, yeah. on, based on you selling drinks. Yeah, and then uh, there was we were doing two-for-one dances, and, the, and this girl was – I was talking to this customer, and she came 
behind the booth and asked him for a two for one dance. I was like, I'm talking to this guy. Like you need to fuck off. And then she was like wasted. And I was like, I will see you outside. I will beat your ass in the smoking patio. Jesus. You were like a real stripper. Yeah. See when I was a stripper, I wasn't a real stripper. I was a house stripper. I was like, I kept to myself. I made like maybe two friends. I didn't fight with anyone. I wasn't drinking. This girl was definitely like asking for it, you know? I mean, to even say that someone was asking for it is like, <laughs> yeah, you're already like, and then they were like, well, you're sober. Your I, they're like, well, you're sober. So you have no excuse for acting this way. And so they're like, you're banned. And I got banned. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh, well, I'm banned. So it sounds like you weren't fired for being sober. Oh. You were fired for fighting. No, someone. but I mean, it was like a cumulative. I, w- yeah. I never fought her. I was like, fuck you. And then she was like, Dana told, or Paige told me to fuck off. You went by Paige? Yes, Paige was my stripper name. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I, you look like a Paige. Oh, thank you. I really like that name oh, for you. thank you. Okay, next question. Well, I was also like kind of like in a Betty Page phase for a very long oh, time. Oh, Paige, like Betty Page. Yeah, oh. but also like Paige is like. Yeah. And then people were like, what's your real name? And I would be like. Catherine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing about stripping, right? Is like yeah. you have to What's have that name? backup Catherine. real name, that fake real name. Yeah. Catherine. Okay. Question number 12. What was yours? Uh, my, I went by Akira. But what was your fake real name? <sighs> I don't know. It was know. probably like Jade or something. <laughs> so, um, so racist. I, I mean, like I didn't have one. You know oh, what you I mean? Just, like, I was just whatever. like on the fly. I would always say Catherine all the time. <laughs> if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Oh, to speak another language. Really? Yeah. What language? Any? Spanish. Because we live in California? Yeah. Or French. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any of the romantic languages, I guess. Mm. They're kind the of The romance languages? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, they're romance languages, you, not romantic. It's so Sorry. strange to me that you mm-hmm. chose something that you could totally do. Yeah. <laughs> like mine. But I know I'm not going to do it. Right. Yeah. You know yourself. Yeah. You're realistic. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Not a compliment, but you're welcome. <laughs> you know what? Take every insult. That's like turn it to a compliment. Yesterday, and vice versa. Yesterday, I just want to tell the people. Yesterday, Dana and I were at the pet store. I, this is going to be a real quick story because I want to get back to the, the these questions. But we were at the pet store, and I was just standing there, and I spilled my water all over the floor. And I was like so apologetic, and I was like, they were giving me napkins, and it, I was super embarrassed, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And Dana goes, it's okay. And I was like, not <laughs> sorry, sorry to you. you. <laughs> I was sorry to the, the store person. <laughs> anyway, that was my whole story. Um, if so I could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, I'm going to go the unrealistic route mm-hmm. and say I would want the ability <laughs> to eat anything I want and not gain weight. Oh, that's like not a 100%. thing. Is that a thing? But okay, if we're going to go with things that are actually a thing, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. There are people with fast metabolisms. I would get a faster metabolism. That's what I mean. Oh. Okay. Next. That was the wrong answer. There are no wrong answers. No. I mean, I know. <laughs> I mean, I just said mine. I'm doing like the 10 question style now. I'm just blurting things out because <laughs> I'm getting nervous. Number 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Drive. Oh, my God. Wow. That, oh. Oh, my God. Ah. Yourself, the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else. Like, would you want to know when you're going to die? No. 
I would, but it depends. It kind of like I, I already kind of live my life like at, like I could go at any moment. I'm just gonna fly by the seat of my pants. Type of. But also not right. Like for yeah. example, we save our money. Yeah. Like if I were if I die, die it's tomorrow. going to Devon. Okay. Well, I, I mean that's why you I have do. purpose, yeah. but I don't. Like, like I would I rather just spend it. Well, that's a thing. I spend money too. I'm not that much of a Jew. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, and also like I would eat way more. If I knew I were was dying in a year, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't pay my taxes this year. That's for oh. damn sure. We'll just quit anyway. I don't support anything that's happening in this country. We should just Stop quit. It. Okay. Yes. Mr. IRS, we didn't mean that. That was a hey, joke. This is satire. We are paying our taxes this Maybe. year. And I will make sure Dana does too. Wink, wink. Can you Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, I'm, I'm not associated with this woman. I just started. I don't know. I can't stop it. I can't turn off this faucet. I'm also I continue to keep like crying a little bit this entire time because I cried in the beginning. No, Honestly, I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to know anything. I don't think. Unless I'm gonna die like in the next year, I don't want to know. Um, I. That's what I would ask. What, am I gonna die in the next year? I, am I gonna die in the next five I wish, years? I wish I could tell other. I wish there was a crystal ball to tell other people the truth about the, or like make people realize like the truth about things you know? about themselves yeah yeah that's crazy <laughs> that I said it but I did and I stand by it um you know I think people see what they need to see mm. like you know when like some people are like really delusional about themselves and maybe I am one too but like I think when someone is like that they need to be that's like their yeah. defense mechanism and yeah. they're doing everyone's just doing what they have to do to stay alive ignorance is bliss type of thing Number I don't know yeah I'm not really interested in the and knowing about the future but we are all very very self-sufficient people that like do you want to know what forge. happens to us after we die I would be you know it would be so scary what happens to us when we're not famous we're not like porn stars you know what I mean like when we become like when we're our next version of ourselves. When our pussies <laughs> prolapse, shrivel up, and <laughs> they oh. fall out. <laughs> oh, yours is gonna prolapse. Mine's just gonna shrivel. up. No, mine's not gonna fall out. I have it tucked in there, tucked real, in there, real high. Shove it in. Yeah, because I fuck guys with big dicks. Keeps it up there. Yeah, it pushes it in. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It pushes it in. I don't know. Um, my cat is screaming. Sorry. I don't think. I don't know that I w- would want to know anything actually. I, I would ask, am I going to die in the next five years? Yes or no? That's it. Um, question number 14. Is there something that you've dreamt of doing for a long time? And why haven't you done it? Um, I would actually really like to travel more, but I have a lot of anxiety around the idea of being a woman. Like, I, I would want to have, like, a really good travel companion. Mm-hmm. I... I it's really hard for women to travel alone. There was like, there's people that I know that were like kidnapped by pirates in the Amazon. Also, depending on where you're going to, like yeah. in Japan, women travel alone all the time. Yeah. Oh. But I, I, I would just, I don't know. I just feel like I need someone, I need like someone to share the experience with. Like, mm-hmm. Because like, I feel like also like a lot of when people vacation and travel, it, they just get drunk in like a different city, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I would need, to, I would want to have like a more rich, worthwhile fulfilling experience and that because I the I bit that, that I have been able to travel I've tried to make the most of it but it's been in the context of like doing porn and mm-hmm. I've had some really work trips good 
And work trips are like, it's hard to really be on vacation when you're yeah. actually there to work. Yeah. Even if you have a day off here and there, it's, it's not easy yeah. to just like kind of slip into vacation mode. Yeah. But also there's a lot of anxiety around the idea of like not like taking any time off of work because Spiegler like gets it in my head. Well, like, I think that's anything to do with like also like freelance work, right? Because when yeah. it's slow, you want to stay around or you want to be around so that yeah. if work is offered, you can take it. Yeah. But then when it's busy, obviously, well, you can't go because you're busy. Yeah. So yeah, it's that whole what thing. Would you, what's your answer? Um, I, I've, I think about having kids a lot. Ooh. Isn't that weird? weird? So like it's something like that's been heavy on my mind for like a while now but like I mean what stopped me before was like I didn't want to have a kid with my ex really mm-hmm. I wasn't in a relationship where I wanted to have a kid and I then, think there's like times that you're like oh what if we had a baby and I was like that's not never happening that's just not I was yeah, like oh no. you're awesome you're just saying and words. even then like even even then like when I thought of having kids it was kind of more in the context of like eventually I'll be a single mom do you yeah. know what I mean like oh, that was yeah. always in my head chic chic very you know yeah. forward thinking um and progressive but so yeah like the reason I haven't done it is I have like a there because there's a million reasons not to yeah <laughs> I love sure. my life um yeah. right now you're not married also, so I'm not married be a sin. Be a that would be a sin and I would go straight to hell yeah um and I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Like, <laughs> also, kidding. I do porn, and I do wonder, like... It's tough when I see other people who do porn, and they post pictures of their kids on their Instagram and stuff. It, I make so many foul judgments about it. It really... I've, I feel like it's so inappropriate. I catch myself making those judgments, too, though. Even people that don't do porn and post pictures of their children yeah. online, it makes me intensely uncomfortable. It's because you're making that decision for them. Yeah, they're not consenting to it. And I feel right. like anything that's not consensual is... Like, what if they want to grow up to, creepy. like, I don't know, be, like, a Republican mayor or something? Be, just be a hermit or, you know what I mean? Or just, like, have their personal autonomy. It, yeah. it takes away their auto- autonomy. Yeah. You treat children like they're not humans, and that upsets me. Yeah. And I don't even, but reversely, like like, I also understand like wanting, you know, we're in a day and age where like we share every aspect of our life. And like when you're a parent, that's like so all encompassing, like that is your life. You're like, I have a fuck. So if you're going to share any of your life, like you're going to end up showing your kids kind of, I don't know. And I'm, I'm certainly not someone who like is good at, um, maintaining privacy. Like I, I I end up just telling everything i think there's layer, like when you're people like us there's like layers there's like your real privacy mm-hmm. and then the privacy that you people let that people you in know. on which is most everything and then i think i have like four layers of privacy or something <laughs> i think I four might, tiers the tiers the of tiers. privacy uh dana's inferno yes the um, seven rings of dana's <laughs> privacy okay next question what is the greatest accomplishment of your life Whoa, that's heavy. Oh, it's embarrassing. Um, I mean, I mean, staying alive is. <laughs> uh, yeah, number one. Number first one. But let's take that off like the table because that's obvious. I mean, but it's like I don't know to be. I just just to be like, uh, I think just being a good adult is. I'm not even gonna say like being like any porn accolades or whatever. I think porn awards are. No, but nah. I don't think I, I I hear what you're saying, but like I don't. Porn wise, I don't think it's even the accolades like not to like suck our own dicks, but like the average porn career lasts less than a year. Yeah. I've been in it 10 years and you've been in it 100, 14, 100, 100, 100. And like 
that's you yeah. know we laugh about it and we're like haha we're old whores and like we joke about it all the time but like honestly like I think we should be proud I I am but I I don't I don't really equate it to like I think if I was doing anything else I think I would would have figured out how to become as successful successful and self-sustaining as I am mm-hmm. and I and I'm just fortunate that I have been able to do it in a in a field where mm-hmm. you know we we're, we're here now you yeah know? like a really competitive I, field I just I I'm just really uh I feel like really like I've gotten myself in a really like mentally good play you mm-hmm. know what I mean and I because I see people living in LA you see people falling apart over nothing all the time and you're like what the fuck is wrong with you mm-hmm. and so uh, I feel very secure and I don't feel like I I I put like my happiness and my my success or how I feel about it on any one thing or any people outside of myself I think my greatest accomplishment is like kind of like yours it's like a little bit more like general and like vague Mm -hmm. and not just this one thing but like I'm really proud of the fact and happy that I've been able to like live my entire adult life doing what I want to do like Mm -hmm. I'm proud that I didn't compromise anything for like a boyfriend yeah or, um, you know, like social stigmas yeah. or like I'm really happy that like I had the courage to and the luxury, honestly, to live my life the way I wanted yeah. to. I, yeah, I think like being able to like separate yourself or, or excuse yourself from toxic relationships is very important and it's very hard for a lot of people. Good segue, because the next question is what do you value most in a friendship? <laughs> man I don't know just you know if, this is like actually a really is. small thing like whatever I value being able to um like this is a really small like insignificant thing but it means a lot to me like I, I really value being able to ignore a text mm-hmm. and having that not mean anything. yeah oh that's big between us yeah because I'll text you three times and then you'll answer me back like three days later or you'll just not even answer me and you'll just say whatever you want to say. And I'm like, no, but go back to the, th-. I'm like, I don't care. But I like that. Like, I like that we can yeah. survive that. Yeah. Because a lot of people like that becomes a yeah, thing and just, then you can't just. Some people are, are toxic. I know I've known a lot of people in the porn industry. They're like, oh, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. And like, we're like, you're hanging out with my, fr-. like, there's like tears of friendship and like people want to be so like considered so important to the other. And I don't know. I just think, well, we love each other and we know mm-hmm. that we are important people in each other's lives. And, mm-hmm. and we like also genuinely want the other to be happy. Yeah. Too. And we're, we're not like, you must make me a priority. I, right. I, we don't demand anything of each other. We don't. We we're really just don't. very low maintenance because we're very understanding of, of we're really we low maintenance <laughs> for high maintenance, for high maintenance people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like it's kind of weird. I just realized that. Yeah. Yeah. We we give everyone else our the horrible side of ourselves, yeah. and we save the best for each for other. us. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because like oh, I like you. You remind me of myself. It's like complimenting yourself. Yeah, it's a little egotistical. Yeah. Um. Uh, what is your most treasured memory? Oh, memories are so weird because it's like, is this a memory? Is this, you know what I mean? Like, spending time with my great-grandmother. Oh, I'm going to cry. Spending time with my great-grandmother was, like, really... Oh, Dana. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have me crying this entire time. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, my 
we were really close with um my grandmother on my mom's side and her mother were always around when I was young and also like I see you you know crying and it's almost like (laughs) I think when when someone passes or like when someone when you don't have the option to make more memories yeah that that like actually gives a lot more value to the memories it's kind of like okay like I could say like let's say like oh I have a memory of us going to Disneyland but like we have the opportunity to go to Disneyland a hundred more times in our lives but like if there weren't maybe you know what I mean yeah well it was like just she was just really like really cool person mm-hmm. and you know she was old and like we like i like maybe that's why i am the, like an old grumpy lady sometimes because i spent like most of my time as a little kid like hanging out with somebody who's an was, old like, grumpy lady super super fucking old like lived through both wars like right you know came over here like didn't get killed by hitler like you right. know what i mean like she just fucking she did it she got shit done she was a tough lady yeah and um she's sweet and you know we would spend all of our holidays together and you know it was just like every memory mm-hmm. that I have. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry Dana. It's okay. but if you we were a stranger and I said that to you you would be like oh my god like this is such a breakthrough moment you know but you know I cry all the time so I'm not fooled by these tears I'm like no not to ruin I... your podcast no no I'm I feel closer to you yeah for knowing that yeah my most treasured memory oh, when she died it fucking wrecked me it i was fucked was she sick up. she or was just super old. old yeah as far as dying goes it's almost my, like my grandmother's currently dying too so it's like it's really hard for me. yeah wow your grandparents made it a long time yeah my grandparents have all been dead <laughs> I don't, I can't think of like a most treasured I'm mer- sad memory. For you because having, you know, like grandparent memories are like amazing. You know, but I still wouldn't say any of my treasured memories were with my grandparents. Like I was close to them, but not like the way obviously you were. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have like my, that like feeling. my, my parents are semi irresponsible people. I mean, they're basically functioning, but like at some point you're like, oh, these don't, they don't know what they're doing. And like, then I can go to my great grandmother and be like, this person has experience being a parent like in some ways maybe like she was is, maternal yeah so you're she, in yeah, your way, life like way more way better at being a mother you know my, my mom was like kind of like wanted to be my friend you know mm-hmm. so that, that was rough <sighs> i mean i don't know i feel like my most treasured memory oh man like i think of Maybe I'm, I haven't had someone as close to me die maybe. It's like so crazy that you've been married twice and you're, and you're not like my wedding day. You know what I mean? Oh, hell (laughs) no. Oh, you just wiggled your neck a little bit. Oh, hell no. I mean like, I know that your wedding day is supposed to be the happiest day of your life. I know, but it's like. But once you've done it a few times. Yeah, you get used to it. Not only that, but like, I just don't think. I don't know. I didn't. I never had a big wedding or anything like that. And also, like, I don't think of marriage in that way. Yeah. I don't think, obviously, or else I wouldn't, you know, want to do it a hundred times. Um, At least eleven. I Elizabeth think. Taylor. Oh man. You don't have any treasured memory. I, 
I have a lot of really good memories. Like I remember a lot of times having fun or feeling really proud or like things like that. But like, I think I think you set the bar a little too high for me right now. Oh, well, I just like I, I I'm also like, like a little bit older. Anything I say is gonna be like super super. Well, also like uh, you know I'm I'm very like well I'm like Amer like white American like grew up with like this crazy like tight knit like you know. I mean, my family's family. tight knit too, but like, but like, I like always like grasping toward a rock, you know, like always looking yeah. for, you know, so like things, like things were so crazy for me. So I think that maybe my memories of, you know, when I'm nostalgic about times, that's something different. I'm lacking in. Like, I don't have nostalgia. You're a lizard person. What and I don't with you? like, and no, it's really weird. Like I feel like really cold in that way. Like I don't hold sentimental value to like anything. Right. I have one thing in my life that like is important to me and that's my teddy bear. Like literally like things are not important. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just like not a really sentimental person. Like I think of all the best moments in my life and I'm like, Oh, the day I got a book deal or like, the day I won this award or like, but you're um, always like moving forward so much that it's like easy to like say, well, that wasn't as important as the next important thing that I'm going to do. Yeah. But I think like, that's not the point of, nostalgia. I would like to be able to like pinpoint like a really significant, well, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, about, I guess we can go back. Yeah. To that one. We'll go Let's back go to, to the that next one. question. If you, if something pops in your mind, what is your most terrible memory? <laughs> oh, Oh God. <laughs> um, I don't even know. There's so many really bad ones. See, like, I don't feel like I have. I also have really bad memory from doing all that special K in high school. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, um, I don't know. I know my most terrible memory, honestly, is probably the time I pissed my pants in that deer park I told you about in Japan. Oh, yeah. And I was just way too old to be pissing my pants. And I just remember it being so cold between my legs and I felt really embarrassed and I didn't have an extra pair of clothing, obviously, because I was too old to be pissing my pants. Yeah. And I just had to walk around in like these urine covered clothes. Yeah, that's bad. That sucked. I don't Which know. makes and that makes me feel like shit, too, because I'm like, damn, like what? A, I feel like a fucking asshole saying like my worst memory is like pissing my pants at a deer park in Japan. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you're lucky. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I got molested once at the airport. Oh, did you just, was that a repressed? Yeah. yeah. You got molested at the airport? No, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was like five years ago or something. That's I remember. But that also, you did, like, it was such a bad know. memory, you, you blocked it out completely. Yeah, maybe. Or you almost just didn't remember it at all. It wasn't like, honestly, like, I, I cried, but it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean, I, like, Ever since I was really like, ever since I was really young, like a lot of people I know are, have died, and so it's like a recurring. It's like it's it's like kind of it expounds on itself. How many people that I know died? One of my best friends from high school of, died yeah. a few days um, before graduation. That was extremely difficult, you know. My ex boyfriend died, but by the time he died, we had been exes so long that obviously it was like devastating. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't know that I would pinpoint that as like the worst memory of my life. I don't know. Also, I feel like growing up in New York in that era, I know a lot of people who've OD'd on heroin. Like that's a really common thing. No, it was like, you know, people like, you know, when I was really young, like people I knew 
like killing themselves or being yeah. in car accidents or you know just shit like that and then like seeing people like all around me like going I'm so upset. I'm so like even like this in the porn industry. With, That's what's the happening, worst fucking it, it, thing. It makes me so it like it fucking crushes my soul so bad when I see it's so people overreacting to things and making things and making about it a moment about themselves. About themselves. It's yeah. very very hard for me. It makes me very very upset. And it's happened to me so many times. And I don't even really like talking about how many people that I know that have passed. Right. You know, because it's it happens so often for me. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the rest of these questions, and they're so emotional. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, when is it going to get better? Okay. Um, let's, let's question push, 19. Push. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are living now and why? I'll start because, let me tell you, <laughs> I think I already said this. I would be eating way more. Yeah. I would not be saving my money. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. I would definitely spend more time with my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. Right. And I would like, you know, yeah. travel and, and go places with him. You get to see your brother a lot. I like, know. you guys are really close <laughs> more than any other siblings. I know, but he's married. So it's like he, he, you know, he's very in love with his wife and stuff like that. So I would I would go someplace with both of them. Obviously. Yeah. I would, I would take them around the world or something. Right. Yeah, that was because I mean she's just a, a big a part of it now mm-hmm. too. I think that's one thing. Like you know, oh living God. in LA it's for ten boy. years, like I didn't get to be around my parents so much. Like I would only go see them maybe four times a year. I only see my dad like so, once every seven years. Isn't it weird how once you're an adult, like you don't see your parents nearly as much as you think? Yeah. But like that was one of the main things for me. Like I mean, it's kind of weird if people see their parents all the time. Back like, to New York. Well, I do now because I live two blocks away from my parents in New York. So they like, I see them almost too often, but I'm sure if I were dying in a year, I'd be like, this is probably a good amount of seeing them. If you were going to die and we knew it, I would, I would, I would be like, I would drop everything. Yeah. We would have to, we would have to, if one of us was, we would have to figure out a way for us to be closer. Yeah. Absolutely. Even though I'm here pretty often. Yeah. Don't die. Ditto. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Got it. What does friendship mean to you? We almost covered that one already. Yeah, yeah we, we've got that one covered. We, we mentioned it. If you've made it this far in the podcast, we're not going <laughs> to bother you with it, answering it 500 times. Um, number 21. What roles do love and affection play in your life? I'm actually becoming a more affectionate person as I grow older, which is weird because like I'm actually not from a traditionally like you would think Asian families are not affectionate, but my family is extremely affectionate. Like we don't hang up the phone without saying I love you. Mm -hmm. Like if we do by accident, like we'll call back and say I love you. Like my mom is really like like she likes to always be touching me and like when we're walking down the street she'll like put her arm in my arm and like she's we're very like touchy-feely which is like you wouldn't expect that not like that with my parents but like I was never like that with in couples but I am more so now yeah which is weird like I think like even with like Sean I'm like way more affectionate than I was with like you know my past relationships what's the question what roles do love what roles do love and affection play in your life i'm not i don't know like right now like not like even like the times that i've been with people i'm just kind of like i'm just doing this to seem normal you know what i mean you're doing it because you think you're supposed to yeah 
Mm-hmm. I feel like pressure or I feel like, oh, you're supposed to like every everybody around me is coupled up like everybody around mm-hmm. me. Well, the rent's very expensive here. So mm-hmm. they're living two people to each unit and they're like, oh, we're together. But I'm like, you seem so miserable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it just seems like a little, you know, an unnatural to me. Mm-hmm. But I also get like, you know, when people are like, oh, there's no way like one person like people that are against like, you know, closed marriages or whatever. Like there's no way one person can give you everything that you need. And so that's why, like, I have, like, multiple – I have, like, a husband and a boyfriend and a girlfriend mm-hmm. or whatever. But I feel like I get so much of um, platonic, mm-hmm. like, love mm-hmm, that it, it does, like, kind of fill that That's void. really interesting because I just noticed, like, when you talk about romantic love, like, even just now, mm-hmm. you only talk about the practical things. Like, you don't yeah. – like, when I think about a relationship – It doesn't really But I'm a seem, relationship person. It doesn't like, seem I like, like an being, option But for me. me, like, I like feeling needed, and I like feeling loved, and I, I like being in a relationship. But for you, it sounds like a relationship is, like, a person to split the rent with. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. That's, I mean, I'm sure my neighbors here do love each other that are, you know, they're in couples and you right. know, they're married or whatever. No, no, no but, but I mean, like, that's what comes to mind for you when you think yeah. romantic relationship. Yeah. It's like all the practical. I, I would I would never I would never do it personally. But also it just it doesn't really come up. I'm not really involved in any rom- romantic relationships because I feel like I attract horrible people because of my the way, you know, my life is. I live in LA and people are all like, I'm an actor. And then they, but you like, here's your problem. I like, you like hot guys. Yeah. And that's your problem. I'm basically like an old dude that wants to date like college girls. Right. (laughs) I need to get a Porsche. Well, you know what? It, you're you're a true milf, is what it Thank is. Thank you. You are becoming. You're growing I into a milf. Couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Next question. Twenty-two. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five times. Okay, so I say one, you say one. I say one, you say one. Etc. A positive For five times. A positive characteristic about the other person. Okay. Okay. Well. You are, you are always very, um, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say like, we can't say like, oh, you too. Cause that's bullshit. Sure. Right. Like yeah, to be like, oh, I was going to say the same thing about you. You always are, you're always, po- the way you speak of people is always very positive. You rarely speak negatively about other people. You think that's a positive thing about me? That you- I'm shocked. I do. That you even see that as a positive thing. No, because like, I'm like, oh, like when I'm like, oh, fuck a Bella. She's so annoying. And you're like, I like her. You know what I mean? You always chime in and you're all, you always, you kind of like advocate for other people or whatever. Um, okay. Even though you, you know the reasons that like she annoys me and like, I like her too. Yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of things. I, I can see like good in people. Yeah. Yeah. You, you always see, see the best parts about people. I think, um, I think you, you're, funny <laughs> which sounds like such a cop-out oh, answer but you, you are too. one of the funniest people I've ever met and you you make everything funnier oh thank you like if I'm in a mall with you that experience is funnier for I'm you I'm like a peanut there. gallery type of like I'm like yes color commentator over yes. like play by play oh man oh my god I feel like the pressure is on like I've, if you don't I've, say something fast I, it's I feel like something. you're so funny too though but I've you can't say that. No, but I feel like that your sense of humor, like, is it's 
it like compliments. I can't I say it. Like your sense of humor compliments. Like you're funny in so many ways that I would never think to be funny. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I think outside the box is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Wait, that's two from you. I'm on my second one. Yeah. Um oh my god, I feel like the pressure's on. I know, it's so hard. There's so many things to say. Positive things. Um you're very tall. Oh my god. Which gosh. is something I feel like all mine sounds so stupid. But like no, these are I mean, actually things that I admire about you. Yeah. You are tall and that is it's something so that I will me. never have. It's so easy for me to like lose weight like over a week. I can yeah. just like, like oh, I'll never eat, have that. Eat a salad. I'm gonna not drink wine for four days and lose five pounds. And it's like nothing. All right, you know, I I yo-yo between like 120 and 150 pounds, yeah. and it does not really it's make true. that much of a difference. Oh, I just thought of something, so you go. Okay. <sighs> I really love your style. What? Yeah. Are you joking? No, like when you like, I know you go from like you're either a one or a ten. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> yes, I <Yes>. do. <laughs> You're either like, oh, I've been wearing this flannel shirt for four weeks, literally uh, yeah. that, like literally, I do that for an entire month, which I I totally do too. I totally do it too. I'm like, oh, this cat shirt. Yeah, I have six of them because I don't want to think about what I'm wearing, and I have like the same dorky cat shirt that I wear. But all it's the time. true. I I clean up well, but most of the time, but I like, am really not thinking. I about think my that clothing. you the 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 style to, like when you like go on to like red carpet events, like your look is thought out. You like you like have like a hair, like your hair is like a story. You have Thank like you. You, you have very simple style, but it complements your figure. You like, have always said that, yeah, to me. So thank you. And it's important to me. And I, I know that my that. style is like kind of goofy too, but I feel like people are like, "Oh, that's Dana's style." Yeah, like you actually do have style. But it's like weird. I can put it on, but you yeah. actually do have style. My style um, is quirky. <laughs> I think uh, one of my favorite things about you is this a third? By the way, I'm just trying oh, yeah. to keep track. This yeah. is a third. Um, you're very surprising. And I think you have this persona of like a mean gay man <laughs> stuck inside a woman's body. Yeah. But then like you have this soft side of you that's like <laughs> and like a shockingly nice side of you <laughs> that I think is even more special because of your image. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And like the people who get to see it, I feel like are in a club. If that oh, makes sense. Yeah, for like sure. Like you make you make people feel special by showing your true self. My, and I, yeah. I don't know what that quality is. I don't know how to like put that into It's a, vulnerability. But it's a but surprising. It's a select. It's, it's a select. select and surprising vulnerability. They let you in. Yeah. Um, That's three. Uh, you're super generous. You're a very generous person. That's so weird. Wow, all these things you're saying about me, I'm like shocked to hear about myself. Really? What does that say about my self-esteem? You should know these things about you, and I want to be the one to tell them to you, because <laughs> you are, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm, you know. I think I'm generous with a select few, Yeah. but I'm very selfish in general. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. I disagree, but. Aww. Well. Like when you were like, oh, my husband and I have our own offices and our own bedrooms, and like I was like, wow, like that's like. I don't know. That's very practical. And I, I don't know. I was like, wow, like this is, I don't know, just being generous with other people's space and other people's feelings and like being like, you know, uh, doing self-care mm -hmm. 
And that all has to do with generosity, I think. And, uh, hmm. you know, like when I was like, Doodlebug has diabetes and you like gave me money. <laughs> like no questions asked. I was like, thank you. <laughs> you know, even though it was like, I know I can go and suck a dick, you know, but no, but, but I just, think at the just, time you it's, were it's recovering from your boob job. No, I, yeah, I, it was during my year off, but uh, you know, it was just like, you know, hmm. like it, it means a lot to me that even it's a small gesture and then you don't have to do it. And I know that, you know, I can pay for doodlebugs. Thanks for insulin and stuff. It's so such a like small, sweet gesture. And also like Spiegler, when Spiegler like gives you a hundred dollar bill out of nowhere. Yeah. Sometimes he does do that. And, and he just like acts like it's nothing. It, it really is such a, just a small little sweet gesture. It's, and it, it's not, he's not giving it to you to, to make you shut up. It's not. Yeah. And it's not it, the value it, of the thing. It, it's just like, it's the thought. It's like giving someone a pat on the back or something, or like mm-hmm. just being there. Like uh, I'm a source of, you know, support. I, you know, I'm because Spiegler's not super generous with like expressing his emotions, <laughs> you know? And so never, I think, yeah. or his compliments either. Yeah. Um, one thing I really admire about you is you're really smart and I'm, I'm not going to end it there because like, that's really generic. <laughs> but... although, no, although you, no, 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 it's not a, but, and it's not like just, Oh, you're smart in general. haha. Like you are really, um, I always can trust that you'll be, you'll know the politically correct thing Mm -hmm. and I don't mean that in like a PC way like don't call someone a faggot I mean like because I totally do that that I'm really not smart when it comes to politics Mm -hmm. and like I don't um like I I need to hear a lot of political opinions before I can establish my own if that makes sense and it's not because I'm like a fall well obviously I am but like it's more because like I don't my mind just doesn't work in that way. Mm -hmm. And then like when I'm presented all the options, I can trust myself to pick the right one. But I think for you, like as soon as like I hear of a political issue, like you're on it, like you have an opinion right away. And it's always the one that I'm like, damn, she's right. Like that is the right thing. Oh, wow. Jesus. Another thing that's hard to put into words, but like you, um, I'm woke. You're woke. (laughs) No, for real. That's what it is. You're woke. Sounds so shitty to say. And you're also like, you're really educated in things like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Wow. I don't really consider myself the, wow. This is really holding the mirror up to each other. (laughs) This is a. I think that we're on our last one. One more for each of us. Oh my gosh. I know. I know what mine's going to be. Oh my God. I think. Even though we said it like a hundred times. <laughs> I really admire your commitment to being productive and like being able to like go to Barry's boot camp and like stuff. Like you're so motiv- motivated. Like you're like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to work out. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like I don't have that kind of motivation in my life. And I, I think it's something I've, I admire a lot. About but it you. comes from an ugly place. It comes well, from it a place matter. where I'm like terrified from. of failing. Hey, you gotta you gotta erase that. I guess part. yeah. You gotta get it somewhere. You gotta but you maybe don't credit your fear. Yeah. Why why crediting your fear is just you know, acknowledging it more. Yeah. I really admire in you um that you truly don't need anything from anyone. Yeah. Like everything you need you find within yourself and I applaud oh, you for God. that. Because I don't like I consider myself stop it right now. That's so nice. Because like I'm so fucking nice. I consider myself like one thing I think we find 
ourselves having in common and we really respect about each other is our independence. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like I am needy and I do get a lot of my gratification <laughs> from outside opinions and yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah. But you are someone who's truly, truly all the things you need are within yourself. And that's, oh. I think that's like, you've made it. Wow. Whatever it Thank is. Thank you. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I could, you know, I could be that way if I didn't have, you know, all my friends and stuff. I think you could though. Really? Wow. I think you could. Wow. That's so interesting. And okay. so now do we have to say negative things about each other? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> oh, thank Question God. number 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? My childhood. Let me start. Oh. Because okay. I feel Go. like yours is going to be more profound because mine's. Uh... <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to follow you in a lot of these things. Cause like you have more profound things to say. Like my family, my family is close and warm and my childhood, honestly, like I, I was really privileged. Like, honestly, like I got to go on a lot of vacations. My parents were able to provide me with a lot of things. My parents are still together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got, I had the privilege of growing up in like a really stable household. And I, it's weird that I even feel bad saying that almost sometimes, but like, you shouldn't I feel, feel lucky. Bad. I feel lucky. Fortunate. And I do feel like my childhood. It's not about luck. They, they did it on purpose. They raised you like that. On, you know, they're, but they I was plan. lucky to be, you know, be like, I was lucky to get parents like that. Mm. Okay. Your turn. My, I, yeah. I mean, my immediate family, I think is very close. Um, I mean, there's, a, there's like, they're quirky, you know, like, what can I say? Like modern family type of, type of deal like mm-hmm. my dad's gay he's married to his husband he divorced my mother this mm-hmm. earlier this year two weeks later married his boyfriend of like whatever 20 that happened something. this year that happened last month yeah what yeah oh yeah i, I just remembered yeah <laughs> and i was like okay that's weird i don't know um my, my my parents are you know they have an alternative uh sort of marriage because my dad is gay you guys are so like um we have like modern family type of, you know you, it's like you know it that seems we like you're a family from san francisco yeah like we're on but we, you're like not. We're, we're all here on purpose you know which is a good feeling um it's kind of it was like kind of like the four of us and then my grandmother and my great-grandmother and this kind of segues into the next question yeah. which is how do you feel about your relationship with your mother oh my mother's very sweet She's very sweet. Sometimes, uh, uh, I don't know. I know I don't really talk to her that much. She's not great on the phone. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I think she's she's a, she's a smart and kind lady, and she loves me. She loves me so much. It's crazy. Aww. I don't know. It's like re- it's really hard. Like it kind of. I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's like sometimes I think, do I want something different? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But um, we, she did so much for me. She did everything for me. I was so spoiled by my mom. And my, I was spoiled by both my parents. You know, like, my therapist always tells me, like, because obviously, like, my relationship with my mother is, like, the most complicated relationship in yeah. my life. Because, of course, I love her. Of course, she did everything she could for me. And I feel so lucky to have her as my mom. But also, like... A lot of my anxieties, pretty much all of them, come from my relationship with my mother and the way I was raised by her. So, like, there's definitely, like, a both sides of that coin. And, like, but I wouldn't trade her in for another mom. No way. Right. 
but like yeah it's I feel like our relationship is complicated it's getting better and better every year I think moving to New York and being closer to her makes her really happy and it makes me happy that I can do that um but like I I do see that a lot of my flaws come from Mm. being her daughter for sure like I like I I think the reason I'm so controlling and so um anxious sometimes comes from like my relationship with her make three question number 25 make three true quote-unquote we statements each for instance we are both in this room feeling blank three so any three true we statements <laughs> should we just take turns um i think that we are not really realizing that we're doing a podcast right now <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah i keep forgetting to be honest but how, how long do you think we have been doing this <laughs> For like an hour and a half. <laughs> well, I just saw you look. Um, is that is that true? Because yeah. I can't see that. Far. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's exactly Did one you know hour thirty five minutes. I can't see that far. <laughs> Surprise. We do not have the same optical capability. Oh, no shit. Um. So yeah, that's what is that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I see your one, and I uh, <laughs> I raise you. Um. We. I mean, this is almost like the one we are. Yeah. Um, like the things we have in common. Yeah. We are hungry. I'm hungry. Are I'm you hungry? hungry? Yes. Okay. We are hungry. <laughs> okay. That's one. That's two. I mean, um, we, <laughs> we, I don't know. We, uh, I want to say one. Okay. We are both really comfortable revealing all this information to each other yeah to each other and to yeah the world i think it's like okay we (laughs) (laughs) we want it we love our friendship so much that we want other people to know about it (laughs) like this is the master this this is like you're gonna be a phd in dana and (laughs) asa's friendship (laughs) yes we agree on that master's program (laughs) Like, I don't, like, it's so, it's crazy. Yeah. We are crazy. I think that's three things. That's enough things. Okay. But yeah, basically. Um, that's three things. We're very focused on this. We and are in, very focused. In the, in the context of, like, somebody being strangers, it would be more telling, I think. Yeah. Because they would have to We guess. know each other pretty well. We know each other so well, it's kind of crazy. But you always surprise me, too. It's, like, so funny. We surprise each we other. We surprise each other all the time. Like, that thing I said about cinnamon yesterday. Oh, my <laughs> God. We hate cinnamon. We hate cinnamon. But also, Red we we yes. discovered recently we don't hate cinnamon as much as we have. <laughs> we, both, we had the, the same feeling about cinnamon. And then we're like, maybe it's not so bad. But we're like, but cinnamon gum is trashy. Fuck it's that. disgusting. It's gross. Like, big red, gross. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Red hot. I'd rather Ugh. eat poo flavored gum (laughs) we would rather eat poo flavored gum yes okay number 26 complete this sentence i wish i had someone with whom i could share blank oh man i mean i guess traveling experiences Mm. that's right you said that travel travel companion yeah i wish i had someone (laughs) an entire pizza Mm. 
I wish I had someone I could share. I don't know. Like the only thing I can think of right now is like, like, I don't know. This doesn't really answer the question, but I wonder a lot lately if I'm a monogamous person or not. Because mm. mm. in my fantasies, I'm monogamous, but in actuality, I've never been monogamous and I've always shared my partner. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I don't know like what I am. Oh yeah. I think you want, you want to have, you want to share the experience of being monogamous with a person. Oh, good one. You're, like uh, intimacy. You want to share intimacy with somebody in a monogamous relationship and see, see how that might pan out. I'm like kind of in a monogamous relationship right now with Sean but like it's also so new that I'm like who knows maybe like who knows? maybe in six months I'll be like actually I want to fuck other people who knows we'll see there's only one way to it. find out um <clears throat> I don't know let's see oh number 27 if you were going to become a close friend with your partner <laughs> okay <laughs> done jokes done. on you Please share what would be important for him or her to know. Whoa, what? interesting. Actually, mine would be the texting thing. Yeah. Mine would be, it's important for me to tell you that sometimes I won't text back. And that doesn't mean. You don't even have to say it. Yeah. Because you didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this were a movie, you would put your index finger up to you my had lips. Me. You had me at. A text bubble that never completed. <laughs> I didn't even say anything for three days. And I was like, well, well. You had me at your silence. Yes. Um, okay. So like if we were strangers, this is like a thing when I meet new people and I'm like, oh, you're going to be my friends. Mm -hmm. This is like a thing that I actually do. Mm -hmm. I find out what their food allergies or medication allergies are. And I memorize them. Oh, you're a good person. No, Wait, that's not what that means at all. No. No, Why? I just, because I, because I like cooking and eating and I, and for some reason I think that's very important to be aware of people's food allergies. Cause I kind of liken it to like maybe a disability. Like you're allergic to penicillin. Yeah. Oh my God. Dana. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, I do. I, what I, are you allergic to? Not really anything. I mean, kind of gin. It makes me go crazy, but that's okay, just well. <laughs> I don't really have any allergies. Oh, interesting. But I think, you know, it's. As somebody that doesn't have allergies. That's especially empathetic coming from a person with no allergies yeah. because I'm, I'm a person with allergies, like just even like um, seasonal allergies. People can die from anaphylaxis. But it's like people scary. who don't have allergies generally don't understand like, like how bad allergies are because they're like, oh, it's kind of like a made up thing, like restless leg syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely have that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Moving on. That's crazy. Yeah. I know everyone's allergic to <laughs> Bobby Star's allergic to tree nuts. Is is Spiegler allergic to anything? I don't think so. Oh, he's allergic to weed. <sighs> he, he just says that. No, I think he really is. He just doesn't want people smoking weed around him. Tell, okay, number 28. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be honest this time. Oh, my god! <laughs> Saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. Oh, well. We already did that. Skip we already that one. did that. We, we, yeah, we, we, we said a hundred things. We, we like literally, like, yeah. double answered that question yeah. before. 29. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh. Um, actually, one happened the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... I was with, actually, I was with Carell, and it was, oh, no. you know what? The fact that we were both there makes it a little bit less embarrassing, but like, okay, so Carell is this guy who's like, 
he's he's the slut whisperer. He's been on this podcast before, and he's he's like the same kind of famous as us. Yeah, like not that famous, but like he gets approached, you know. Yeah. So we were we were in front of Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and we were just walking somewhere, and this guy who was by himself asked him for asked us for a photo, and this is not the first time this has happened to me. He asked us for a photo. And we're both kind of like, oh, which one? Like, you know, doing like the whole like looking at each other, trying to figure out like which one he wants a photo with. And then he hands us the camera (laughs) and and then poses. And he just wanted a picture of himself in front of Madison Square Garden. You should have just both killed yourselves. (laughs) And we, you know, and both of us like we knew. And so like. Kirill like went out of his way to take like 30 photos of him just because like just to like negate this embarrassment. Oh my god, that's what so shitty people we were. So fucking embarrassing. Okay, your turn. Oh my god. I think every just being alive embarrasses me. I don't know. It's called life. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I pee my pants like kind of you, a lot. You don't get embarrassed. <laughs> I don't get embarrassed. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't, I don't really get that I get embarrassed. embarrassed a lot. But I have so much, like I get super embarrassed like when I see shows like American Idol when people are just singing alone on okay, a stage. Okay, come on. This does not include secondhand embarrassment. Oh my God. Stop it right now. It no. has to be personally embarrassing. No, I that, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't really get personally embarrassed, but I just have a... Like my, like when we did that thing at the Exploratorium, mm-hmm. when you saw my anxiety level, we, we did this thing where we, it was like a lie detector test kind of that shows like where basically you put your finger in this meter that like measures your heart my rate meter is like always like on a hundred yours was off the charts. Off and the chart. so basically like you just kind of put yourself into a calm place and then it measures like what your homeostasis is. Yeah. And yours was so fucking so high. high. And mine was so low. So low. And you're like, because I've been meditating since <laughs> I was five. And I was like, fuck you. I'm it's angry. True. My mom makes me meditate. But um, like we were we were both on the extreme levels. Like I was extremely low and yeah. you were extremely high. I just run super I'm I'm just tightly wound, you know. I mean, there's definitely like I guess you can't. <laughs> <They're>, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm already this, laughing. This is a fucking weird story, but it's like, I wasn't very embarrassed, but it's like, I did something that, that was like super embarrassing, but I kind of got away with it. Like you should be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I was, I was with some people. I think I was like a teenager or whatever. And there was like all these people and there was like this, I was like laying on the, like we're all watching TV or something. And there was like two people on the couch and I was laying on the floor and there was another guy laying on the floor and me and the other guy laying on the floor and fall asleep. (laughs) But I had farted in my sleep super loud that it woke me up. And that and the people on the couch thought it was the guy that was sleeping, and I let the guy take the blame. But like, well, he was asleep, right? Yeah. So nobody knew. No, but like me, I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. Like I was like, this is mortifying. You were so, embarrassed in front a, of yourself. Yes, it was such a loud fart that they thought it came out of like an obese man. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like a big. Fat but even that's not dude. that embarrassing. No, but like, like just, no one just else think, until like, just, now. Just thinking, like, but just thinking. Oh, just oh thinking my god! About the, it. What if the, that guy <laughs> listens to this and he's like, "That fucking bitch." No, he was asleep. I don't think he. But what if he that. hears this? He'll he'll. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he still he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Okay. I, All right. I, well, that's hardly. I let somebody else be embarrassed for. I don't know. I am the biggest. I'm the. I'm an empath. It's embarrassing that I'm like you allowed someone to take. Yeah. 
yeah. that's the embarrassing part. I mean, but the like other, 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 like just me, just me, just putting my foot in my mouth generally and being a, a shithead or whatever. I'm like, well, oh, well, I'm, I'm always very quick to like apologize for things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I hope people think I'm sincere about stuff. Next question, mm-hmm. which is for you going to be really, when did you last cry in front of another person right. or by yourself? C- currently. Currently. And then C- what about by yourself? By myself. <laughs> this morning. I cry. I cry all the time. Yeah. No, you you know what? When you, when I was driving home from work the other day and, and I was texting you about homie, homie dying. Yeah. I was so bent out of shape because just thinking about you being in like emotional pain, like, thank you. I was like, when you you know, like I did, I finished my scene and I, and I was like, and I got the text and I was like, oh my God, I had to, I had to gather my I stuff. I felt so bad that I texted you that because afterwards I was like, because you know, like That's I was in such a, a state, like, yeah. you were like the yeah. first person I texted Aww. and like, I was in such a state of shock that I just like had to write that down yeah. to you yeah. and I, let I you totally know. But it. then like afterwards, uh, like a couple hours later, you hadn't replied and I was like, oh fuck, she was on a feature today. Yeah. And like, not that it's not okay to text someone, you know, while they're on set, but like I knew like. Like at the same time, like what difference is going to make if I wait? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you still yeah, have to se- have yeah, sex. Yeah. Our job is like to be in the mood for sex. Like, oh, no, I didn't I even, feel I, bad didn't that even, I, didn't, I would have like, stopped everything to text you back. Even if I was oh. mid like cock in my mouth, I would have. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah, I was, I was so concerned about like how you felt and thank you, you Dana. Know. Um, I'm actually not someone who cries in front of people and you know that cause mm-hmm. you're you know, I don't, I just don't, I, I'll cry watching movies and stuff in front oh, of yeah. people. And I'll, I can cry like hearing a sad story or like, um, stuff like that. But I really don't cry about personal shit in front of people. Like I just, uh, yeah. it just, the tears just like really don't come for me. Um, I, I, I probably cause I'm so self-conscious about it that yeah. that just overrules everything. But so the last time I cried by myself was about homie. And the f- last time I cried in front of someone was, Van was with me at the hospital oh, with homie. And that's true. That's yeah. insane. It's, um, yeah. I'm like dry heaving a little bit, even thinking about that's how it's so uncomfortable. Oh, so emotionally uncomfortable. It's the worst. It's the worst heartbreak, honestly. Oh. Okay. 31. Tell your partner something that you like about them already. Okay. Come on next. Like let's get forward. They, they're making a, us do this so many times as if yeah. we don't do this every day of our lives. Yeah, I know. But this is for people that have never met. Yeah. So. 32. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? That's a really interesting question for us because we um, joke about everything. 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 Well, I guess, um, I guess about killing people because people do it so often now that it's like not even funny. Because we joke about, I don't know. At the same time, if someone we knew murdered someone, we'd be joking about it five minutes later. Oh, we've totally done that. <laughs> like we, I immediately remember the guy with the sword. We were like, he was, he wasn't even apprehended yet, and I was like, oh, that guy's got sick of being in a mope, so he <laughs> sorted up a bunch of people. A blow bang guy. A blow bang guy. Like we shouldn't. You're right. We shouldn't joke about that, but we were. Yeah. And we are right now. Well, I guess nothing's um, off limits. You don't know where I'm the really line trying, is. I'm really trying. I'm really. Trying to think of something, though. There's nothing. Nothing's off limits. I mean, I guess let's just say cancer and be done with it. I'm not supposed to joke about it. But that's it. not true. You know what I think is really fucked up that, that really does upset me? When I was younger, my, my grandmother would say, 
You don't goof around in wheelchairs because it's bad karma. <gasps> don't say that. Don't say that to me. You do that all the time, don't you? Mm, well, my grandfather was in a wheelchair, so I've done a lot of goofing around <laughs> in wheelchairs. Well, you're fine now, I'm sure. But <laughs> and like, that's why I'm a whore. I, yeah. Karma. Contribution. I, it's karma. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe they just don't want us goofing around in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. just we're also, I don't believe in karma. Her. Knock on wood. Just knock on wood, please. Knock on your head, please. Okay. Just do it. Thank you. Um, I'll always, I'll always do it if you ask me to do it. Yeah. You know what? That is too serious to joke around for me. Yeah. Like if you knock joke around and don't knock on your head, yeah. that's too serious. Yeah. I think fucking around in wheelchairs. Okay. We found out. Okay. okay. All right. Gosh, we're so wow. good at this. All right. Um, yeah, just number 33. Wow. We're so close to the end, Dana. There's only 36 and we're on number three. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Ooh. Oh, that's gut-wrenching. Oh, I mean, I would want to tell every single person in my life that I love, that I love them. I love you, Dana. I love you too, Asa. Um, but I tell you that all the time, though. It's yeah, like something that you've never too. told somebody. Like, it's not like if one of us died today, the other one would be like, did she love me? No, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any secrets. I don't have any... I feel like I'm always very forthcoming with the way that I feel. I even, would want to say... Even if it's like a negative emotion... And if I died, I wouldn't want to reiterate a negative emotion. I have, two, I, I, I have two things to say about this. Mm -hmm. One, my ex-boyfriend died. Um, and before, and like right before he died, he was dating my best friend, Dora. Wow. And, and that's fine. It's, it's not like, a thing. it's not a thing at all. And like, they were perfect for each other. But like right before he died, Dora told, Dora found out that he had, that there was this girl that while we were on a break, he told me he kissed her, but he actually got a blowjob from her. <laughs> and like, I was always planning on like being like, I knew about I the knew blow it. I, I know, about the I know Rosie blew you and I never got to say it. <laughs> if you're listening, I know Rosie blew you after you guys went to the pizza that's place. So, that's a that's a total I told you so. And I do like yeah. to do I told you so's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Nothing better than a good I told oh, you man, so. Oh, man, I love doing a good But I, I would actually, so. honestly, like, if I were going to die, I would want to tell my mom. Um, I would want to tell my, I would just want to have, like, a conversation with my mom. Like, and I would want to assure her that um, that she did a good job raising me. Yeah. Well, she listens to the podcast. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my God. Um, we would have to kill ourselves. Yeah. If our parents listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide pact. <laughs> Suicide pact. See, we will joke about anything. <laughs> okay. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. Oh, you've been through Been this. there, done that. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Wait, you got your money? Loved ones and pets. Oh, okay. So, um, my wallet. I was I was a, I was money. able to get some um, photos of uh, mm. my grandmother. My grandmother. Like I didn't have that much actually. I had a few things that I had brought from Florida mm -hmm. when I had my house fire. Um, God, see, so mine are all materialistic things. I'd be like my Birkin. Stop or, it! I swear to God, like I'm telling you, like. You keep it in a fireproof safe if it's something that you value. Like, get a safe. Or, like, I guess I would grab jewelry or cash. Like, honest, I would grab cash, honestly. If I could grab one thing, it would be cash. Your cash should definitely be in a fireproof yeah. safe right now if it's not. It is. Um, 
It's not your line. But no, no, no. It it actually is. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just um, you know, just, or like little handmade thing. Like I have, I did save some things, even though that they were in the fire that weren't burned. Oh, you know what? The, there's such an obvious answer to this. You'd grab your fucking ID and your social security card, like the things that are hard to get again. And because yeah. like once you well, don't have any yeah. proof of identification, yeah. it's hard to get an identification. I just like, me, bitch. I would go to the social security office and be like, this is me and this is my butthole but on the internet. But it's so hard to get any ID without ID. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I think it's so fucked up when people steal a wallet and then don't mail the, well, the important documents I, back. I got my identity stolen after my fire because they had so much of my stuff in the rubble. Ugh. It was I've had so, my identity and stolen they, And they twice. kept hounding me about it. it and the person had made fake checks and added like this fake name to these checks. It was... It, was, it really added insult to injury. No, having really your mad. identity stolen is no... I've had it done both credit-wise and social security-wise. And let me tell you, it's a pain in the ass even now, five years later, doing my taxes. It's crazy. This is like 12 years ago. Or 11 years ago. Next. Number 35. Second to last question. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? If Devin died. Yeah, that's obvious. He's my twin. Yeah. He's, he's everything to me. I would not want to be alive if my brother died. Oh, Dana. <laughs> this is a, I'm so sorry. I know, this it's is okay. a really hard. Um, but I always say that, and I always cry every time I say it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I always say that, like, and this is super morbid to say, and I've said this to them many times. I My biggest wish in the world is that my parents die on the same day. Like, not of a different year yeah, at the same yeah, time, yeah. like notebook style. Wow. Um, or, like, I, I just, Cause it would they're like, so codependent and, like, they've been together it so would, long. It would fuck them up so much. I just can't imagine who would be worse off without the other. Oh, God. Oh. And, oh, and, and I'm an only punch. child, it's so, like, like I'm the only stomach. one. Okay, sorry. This oh. is one more question. Okay. Oh, that that hurts me so badly. <laughs> I'm so oh sorry, Dana. No, it's okay. It's, it's we need beautiful. to. We we're gonna do one big hug after this. Oh my god. Um, last question. And if you're really into Pornhub, we're gonna also French kiss. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening for that reason, go to Pornhub. We're really to have to sex this up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is last this question? Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it." Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. What? I don't have any Wait. problems. Oh, God. I have I have problems. Um, share a personal problem. Ugh. Where do I begin? <laughs> um, oh, man. It might be too share personal for a podcast. Per- <sighs> I mean, honestly, I've said a lot on this podcast already, yeah. and I'm only a few episodes in. I... Someone once said that I have, um, I can't remember the word, chronic. Uh, oh, I know. You've told yeah. me this before. And it was like the Overshare, perfect word. Oversharing? Uh, yeah, a chronic oversharing fetish or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, God, that's me. Yeah, it's um, Oh, man. Um, a personal problem that I want advice on. How do I get into stock market stuff? Oh, God, <laughs> do you think I have any advice? I don't on know. That? You're I'm just trying to like think. I'm just like trying to like jog your brain by saying like a 
Like, what if, I don't know, trying to keep it light. Also not have dead air. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, well we could always just take that out in editing. Oh. Um, I guess I, I want to know, like, um, I don't know. How do I get a job? How do I get a job not in porn? See, here's, okay, here's, this is. Like, this is like an honest. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Exactly. The question you just asked, like, is a very good reflection of how I'm feeling right now is yeah. like, well, no, 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 not even that. Like all of our problems are the same, are the same, the same. We are, um, we get, we're growing older in porn. We both have this thing where we are desperate to be alone, but we're also like getting older and like, we're supposed to like, yeah, you know, S- status quo, have a baby, get married again. Right. Right. And then like also, how the fuck do you get a job outside of porn? I don't know. I tried it once and like, it didn't really go that well. Yeah, me well. too. Um, me too. I was like, oh, I think I have a job. And I'm like, but I'm not really like, well, I just turned in my paperwork and I've gotten money. But I'm like freelance. I have so a freelance marketing job. So it's hard to ask job. each other for advice when we Ugh, have the same problem. We're the same person. I don't really have any other, I don't have any problems outside of that, really. I don't think I have problems because I'm just like, I don't yearn for like, like how do I get boys to like like every boy likes me <laughs> you know obviously <laughs> hey how do I ward all these men off oh my gosh um mm, um I don't know I guess maybe there is no answer some sometimes the question is the answer or the answer is the question I don't know jeopardy yeah I guess um mm. Is that how we end it? Is there an ending statement? Yeah, to this that whole seems thing? so anticlimactic after like. I know after, but I mean the the con, you know. Let's name one way we can be each of us can be a better friend to the other. Okay. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know why I said that because I'm like. I don't know because we're because uh, we're so good to we're each other. So good to each other. Uh, I think that we could I think we could attempt to see each other more but yes. like except that the thing is that's also kind of on me because I live in New York half the time no but and when I'm here I spend like every uh, we're with together uh, like every, every day. day like on this trip I've been with you every single I day I think we should make an effort to do do something a good experience together we should go on a we trip together on a trip. I think we should go on a trip absolutely because I think it would be it would it would be fulfilling for both of us. We've also been on a mini trip together to San Francisco, yeah. and it was so fucking yeah. fun. Like we travel well together. We're very good together traveling wise. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's. And your clothes are so small, we can only take one suitcase, and it's fine. <laughs> and also, um, as per my advice, we both have yeah. Briggs and Riley Actually, suitcases that, that, that is, fit a that lot. That was my big advice thing because I was like, Asa, you travel a lot. I want to get new luggage. What do you think about to me? Actually, I ask you advice all the time. That's what. That's we why ask I, each other little bits of advice all the time, like the stupid shit, well, like what's the thing. best luggage. And you were like Briggs and Riley, and you were like, it has a lifetime guarantee. It's cheaper than to me. It's better. It packs way more. The carry on packs more than the large to me. This podcast sponsored by <laughs> Briggs and Riley. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's to me, maybe. It's very anti to Whoever bites. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any, maybe to me. Anyone. Like, Nuh-uh. Anyone. Here's some anyone. free suitcases. Say that we're better. Okay. Um. So that was the podcast. This wow. was two hours and two minutes. Wow. What and a long podcast. Yeah. I love you so much, Asa. Thank I love you. you. That was and so fun. I'm going to press stop recording and then let's hug. Okay. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Oh, my God.